Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fandalorian Club here on Apocalypse Movies. If you've been a listener to Apocalypse Movies for a long time, you know where that music is from. If you don't, well, sucks for you. Um, Brian, do you, do you know where that's from? Sounds like the Obi-Wan and thing. Oh, come on. It's the Padawan music. Ah. Uh, like yes, yes, baby. It does kind of sound like the Obi-Wan music, though. Like, that's fair. Whatever. That we heard live, played by John Williams. That we did hear live, played by John Williams. You are correct. Uh, well, everyone, thank you so much for uh, joining us here. It is the Fandalorian Club on Apocalypse Movies. I am Jake Berlin. I'm the host here on this show. Uh, I am joined by my fellow mates on this show. I have Brian Alessino and I have Gio Ramos. Grand Admiral Sino and C3GO. How about that, everybody? Hope everyone's doing great out there. I'm going to go Gio first because I was just on a show with Brian. Gio, how you doing, my man? I'm good. I watched the Clone Wars uh, episodes that Andy um, mentioned last week. Um, nice. Okay, okay, hold on. We, we gotta, before we get into anything, Obi-Wan, I got to know your thoughts on that. Okay? Come on, talk to me. Uh, I'm good, by the way, so you can take my time. No, Uh, Quinlan's a badass. Um, Asaz Ventress is... She has far more depth than I imagined. Um, All of a sudden, she's a character I'm very interested in learning more about through Dark Disciple, which I plan on starting tonight while I make dinner. Um, I've also grown to become more interested in mother Towson. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. You are the right in my world. The uh-huh. night sisters. Oh yeah. If we ever see mother Towson in live action, yeah, I need cool. lady Gaga to play her. I think oh. that would be a, a great fit. Um, just the wardrobe and the perform. I, I could totally see it. Um, but yeah. And then I caught myself. Watching uh, more, continue, continue watch like the brothers with Sab, yep, Savage. yeah, buddy, man, yep, yep. Gio, Gio's in the thick of it, everybody. We got him, we got him, <laughs> we hooked him. You're, it happened that's because you are honestly watching some of the best of it, too. I think For, the Dathomir stuff I, is is some of the best, yeah, of it, yeah, exactly. The assault on Dathomir and what happens, and you think, you know, oh no, the Jords are gonna get slaughtered in this, and nope. it's like, oh, nope. Especially those ones that hike up the tree branches and whatnot. Like, damn, pretty good. Yeah, nice. I find myself. So I'm watching it all out of order because I started with like the 20 most important Clone Wars. Now I'm going back and watching um, uh, Quinlan Voss and uh, Asaz Ventress and the brothers, and I'm just I'm all over the place. So I'm enjoying it though. So I'm stoked that you're watching these. You got to watch. Uh... You got to watch the episodes with the the sister and the brother and the father. Maybe. Yeah, the Mortis arc. The Mortis arc. You got to watch that stuff. That is some brilliant stuff right there. Yeah. Um, so maybe put that on your list, Joe. It's the Mortis arc. It's only, I want to say it's three, maybe four That's episodes. Three, I think. Um, it's, it's great stuff. It's great Star Wars. Great Star Wars. Oh, I feel um, better now, Andy. There you go. No, and he's 100% <laughs> right. There's a... Jake had to give me like a list of like I gave him the chronological order how to watch it. Yeah, yeah. There, there's episodes that like they'll play episode three, and then you like won't even get like the second part of that story to like season three. 
Mm-hmm. It's like it makes no yeah, sense. I noticed that. So I was watching a few episodes in season three and then jumped to season four for one episode. And I'm like, wow, that was a lot of time. Like and they recapped it in the beginning as if it was just last week. So Yeah. The re- the recaps in the intro are fire. Fire. The theme. So good. Kevin Kiner does work. Damn. Does work. Like it's one of those themes I I just like like Peacemaker, I just find myself not skipping. Just because yeah. when it goes, and you're just like, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Um, I'm excited. We're here to talk Obi-Wan, not the Clone Wars. Although maybe we will talk Clone Wars every week after Gio watches. Um, <laughs> maybe by next week, he's already finished uh, 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 Dark Disciples. So we'll, Dark we'll Disciples, see next week. Yeah. But let's get into... And then we'll get into part... Rebels Rewatch. Yeah. Or okay, hold on. Oh, let's not go too far. um let's talk about part four of obi-wan kenobi um look the show picks up the episode picks up directly after what happened last week obviously it ended with um vader and obi-wan going at it uh and obi-wan very very hurt or hurt very badly and reva capturing leia and now we know taking her back to fortress inquisitorius um and we essentially have a prison break going on in Star Wars, which we've seen before. We've seen before uh, with the same character before. But that doesn't make it a bad thing. To all you Star Wars people out there who are trashing it, you suck. Because you don't understand storytelling. Um, we're going to get into it, though, because I'm very curious on what these two gentlemen think. I've watched it twice. I uh, watched it once for myself, once with Gab. She requested to watch it, which like just tugged at my heartstrings. Um <laughs> I think I Star Wars Celebration was the greatest thing you could have ever done for her. Because she's a full a full on like, yeah, I want to watch Star Wars now. <laughs> Life yeah. made. Life made. Um, but I want to hear you guys' quick reactions, just kind of like overall thoughts. Uh, very, very quick before we get into uh, some specifics here. Brian, I'll let you start. What did you think of part four? It was good. I liked it. Um, I Anything Inquisitor related, I'm going to like enjoy learning more about the fortress, seeing the fortress in live action, going around like the different levels, learning there's a tomb in it. Like uh, anything expansion of Inquisitors, I'm sold. And this definitely did that. Geo? Yeah, um, not the strongest episode um, in the series so far, but there's definitely moments that are must talk about for Star Wars fans. And I can't wait to get into those moments without. Well, I mean, we're going to spoil it. We'll get to it um, at some point. There are things in this episode that benefit certain characters and things that are not convincing fans about other characters. And um, I wonder what that means. Interesting. Yeah. I'm just, all right, those are my brief thoughts. Well, we'll get into it. I'll, I'll explain as we go about it. So yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, I mean, where should we start? Cause I, I don't necessarily need to go in order. Um, do we want to start with the big stuff or is there something that maybe one of you want to bring up that we can kind of kick this bad boy off with? What did everyone think of Fortress Inquisitorious? Just like I overall. know people have been shitting on it because it wasn't as bright and colorful like the video game and it was gloomy and the water was dark and see I didn't mind it because I don't I didn't play the video so, game. I was gonna say you haven't played it, you haven't played it, but I have, right? 
I've played it, but I haven't played it all the way through. Okay. Okay. I yeah, didn't I mean, get to Fortress Inquisitorius. Actually, it's funny. I didn't. So I didn't get to Fortress Inquisitorius on the game, um, and I don't know when I'll ever get a chance to go back and play it. So I actually saved a full story mode movie on YouTube to watch. Um, yeah. Instead of, cause I, I honestly don't know when I'll get the chance to play it again. Cause I haven't touched my Xbox in like a year, obviously with like the wedding and like just things kind of going on. Um, there's like, it's, it's a long ways out if it's ever going to happen. So I'm actually just going to watch it and, and it's all, it's all just the cut scene. So it's just the story part of it. Um, so I'll get to experience Inquisitorious and maybe there's actually cuts of both gameplay and story. Um, uh, but it's like over three hours long. I'm like, Oof, that's a long time. So, um, but I, I definitely want to get, cause I, I heard Alex and Molly talk about it on their show yesterday and, and so... kind of got a little, go ahead. Go ahead, finish. No, finish. Well, I was just gonna say, I got, I got a little information on kind of what went down. Um, not like every detail, but kind of how Cal, it came to Cal and how it all happened and what was going on. I'll say it's very similar. And I, I don't, if they're arguing like I bright and colorful care. and stuff, what we also have to think that that's, it was five years difference. Like, so that knows what could happen in five years. That's the main fight, I think, is the fact that like, who knows? Two Jedi now canonically, canonically have infiltrated Fortress Inquisitorius, gotten people out of there, and survived. Well, didn't Cal just get a holocron though? Is that what I is that what I was told correctly? Cal goes in. I thought he stole a holocron. That's what I was told. Oh God, it's been so long. No, I thought he went. Either, either way, them arguing that someone can like get into it. First of all, and this is just me purely listening to what the Damon said on Star Wars Explained yesterday. From what I understand, the Fortress Inquisitorius wasn't very heavily guarded when Cal was there. Well, it was yeah because you would have to have some balls to sneak onto the moon. Uh, well, that and, next to Darth Vader's, and nobody and knew it existed in the show, and, and nobody knew it existed in Jedi Fallen Order. Like it, it wasn't a known thing in yeah. Obi Wan. It's a very well known thing, and so Obi Wan needed the help to get there of someone impersonating an officer. He didn't really break in, like she was granted access. And yeah. then Obi Wan worked his way in, right? Like it's it's very different. They're very two two very different situations. Yeah, I someone that has played the game fully, watched the show twice. I didn't care. It didn't bother me. It did not bother me in the slightest. Like it's I, to me that again is coming down to people wanting to find something to hate on. If you're arguing this, then you're arguing arguing why they broke into the Death Star in Episode Four. That's what I'm saying. Like they, the Death Star got destroyed twice, you know, and both times there were people in the Death Star who managed to escape, and you know, Palpatine mm. died twice. You know, it's just like, really, is it? Uh, and again, I, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't have context. And when they say bright, I think of Naboo. So, you know, yeah. Why would the Inquisitor's home be bright? Like that doesn't it's... make sense. It, it's very colorful. I wouldn't, I'll, I'll not say bright. Like more than just red? Yeah, it's like sunsetty colors and the I water mean, is crystal clear ish and stuff. It's that's, it's you, know, it's, you know, what's stuff. funny is I've, I've seen people talking online about the, the brightness of the lightsabers. Like people just need to learn to stop. 
Like that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like people can interpret interpret stuff differently however they want. If one creator wants to do it differently from another, who cares? Like literally who cares? You say the same thing this about is the main picture of it. Comic book characters and whatnot. I mean, it doesn't look that different. Yeah. So that's the main picture that you it's see. It's still black. Yeah. Like, okay, people arguing that, you're dumb. You're dumb. Hey, you quote me on that. You're dumb. It's basically like, you're yes. dumb. Um, okay, what's the difference? Like, literally. I don't care. I will say, uh, the Tala character, um, and she's correct me if I'm wrong, the, the actress is from Game of Thrones, right? Correct. Yeah. That's where she's okay. most well-known from. I yeah. thought she, she played the lover of Pedro this. Pascal. Yeah, she's the leader of the Sand Sisters. She the gave, Sand Mother, technically, I guess. She gave a very convincing performance. Um, two moments in particular. First, when she's talking to the lead security officer, and just you know, she has to go down that path and get into that mindset where she is an imperial officer who outranks him and whatnot. And then the second time when she's talking to uh, Reva, and just you know, buying time and like putting herself literally in harm's way. And I thought it was convincing for a moment. I thought she was actually a, a, a spy and turning out to be on their side, but we, we know what happens. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I loved when she went, like she went about it being nice. And then all of a sudden was like full on Imperial a-hole. Wasting like, my breath like, on you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, how many times have you seen like a higher up, like be nice to a superior? Not very much in Star Wars, if at all. So like her going into that, like you are lower than me. Stop questioning my stuff. Like it makes sense and it works because that's how they treat each other for the most part in all of Star Wars. I feel like Krennic did that, um, but I don't remember if it was from Rogue One or something else that I saw, but he would just... Krennic is... He pulls it on others, but like whenever he's around Tarkin, Tarkin puts him down in his place. I yeah. think that's yeah. what I, I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. So, so he waves Not... his cape around for superiors... Or, excuse me, no, for what's... For people lower than him, but the second someone Peasant. above him, he kind of, pe- yeah, sure. Uh, he kind of goes back into like, okay. He uh, cowers. He cowers. Yeah. And he told um, that line with Vader. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, you're fine. No, I was you're just right. Vader that, put him in check. Yeah. yeah the, the character of Tala is um, probably the best thing to come out of the show outside of obviously Obi-Wan and Vader. Uh, I think she's a very, very cool character. Um, with some very cool history. She, you know, was undercover for two years, um, you know, for the rebels. She had been smuggling people out. Um, and she's, and I, I saw a lot of people a little confused on her history. So she is someone who started as an Imperial. She believed in what they were doing. And then after finding out kind of what they really stood for, she didn't want to stand for it anymore. But instead of just defecting, she fully used her power and ability as an Imperial to help the rebels, which I think is very cool. Because most of the time, uh, we see Imperials defect and leave without staying there. She decided to stay and and take advantage of that um, that power. It's even riskier, yeah, which is even a little riskier. And and we saw that in in this episode. Um, if Reva didn't get taken away, she would have died. She would have been killed. Uh, Reva probably would have killed her. 
Uh, we would not have seen Tal anymore, but obviously that, that didn't happen. Um, I'm happy that we're seeing multiple of her in episodes. And, and I think, you know, I don't know where it's going to go after the, after the final episode, but um, I hope that she does kind of make it out. And it's like, Oh, like she's, she fought for the rebels this whole time, you know? And I think she's a, a great, great addition, um, especially to Obi-Wan uh, and, and their kind of partnership. Their chemistry is really well together. Um, I thought that the two of them doing an, a, a prison break was really cool. A lot of cool Easter eggs with her and her moments that she had. Uh, obviously, the big one is the, the the microphone that she was using for episode four. Um, yeah. But yeah, that scene with the lead security officer was great, where she just essentially flipped a switch and said, you know what, dude? Like, no, I'm here. You're going to let me through. And, uh, otherwise, you're going to be you know, thrown to the wolves. Yeah. Um, Did anyone else immediately look for her the gun patches to see like the rankings? I don't know the rankings of Imperials. I struggled yeah, with that. I, so I, no, I didn't. I believe it goes blue, red, yellow. Just and then just however many you have. So she had more blue than red, right? She had more red than blue. Oh, she had more red than blue. Okay. I believe. Okay. I could be mistaken. So I could be backwards. I know yellow is the highest though, because that's what Thrawn has. Yeah. Yeah. So, um oh go ahead, Gio. Go ahead. I was say my, my final thoughts on Tala kind of go into um the Riva character. Um so far for myself, Tala has gone up to here while Riva has slightly gone up a little bit. Um I'm still waiting to see what comes of the Riva character. You know, she was very much hyped before this series started and so far she's been mostly unimpressive for myself i mean it's one thing to be not owned but like how owen lars stood up to her in the first episode and now leia is you know just at one point she was just having fun with reva you know and uh one line that Leia says, uh, is this a staring contest as Riva's trying to read into Leia? And maybe you guys can provide some context into like maybe Leia's unknowingly using some powers to shield or something from getting her mind read. Well, we we know from the sequel trilogy that uh, via Ray, which my Ray is jumping up like crazy right now, um, that Ray with Kylo uh she's able to block his ability of trying to read her read her mind um kylo couldn't do it and yeah. i'm not saying that's what's happening because obviously twilight, when bella's her power is she's able okay to, enough with the twilight stuff to block she, that's kind of what i thought about <laughs> um anyway uh obviously leia at this point doesn't know she's force sensitive and the question becomes is like okay why can't they tell that she's force sensitive if they can tell all these other people around the galaxy are force sensitive. Yeah. Um, maybe it's one of her abilities to damper everyone else's ability of reading force abilities. It's like jamming their radar. Yeah. So, I said, yeah. yeah. Like maybe her, like, cause we know that Jedi have special abilities. Like we, we talked about, um, you know, Quinlan and what he's able to do as a tracker. And uh, obviously Kylo and Reva are the two that can kind of read minds and, and get information that way. Um, that's all specific to them. Not every Jedi can do that or every force user. Um, so maybe without her knowing, 
Leia's ability is to essentially put up a force field without people knowing that they can't detect that. They can't read her mind. She's doing that unknowingly. And that's why Reva can't tell. Or that's why Vader didn't know in the episode four. Or all these people that met her who had no idea outside of Yoda and Obi-Wan. Jake, that's exactly what Bella is in Twilight. I'm not, you know what? I'm not comparing Bella to Leia. I'm I mean, not. it's a, it's an interesting theory. I, I would like for them to <laughs> touch on that more. I don't know forward. if they will, Gio. I, cause she's so young. Well, maybe not in the series, but like, I don't know. I think you're just getting future. little teases that she has force powers. And that's, I mean, I, I definitely think there's a chance to maybe like a book to tell that. Oh, I don't yeah. think we'll ever see that on screen. I don't know if we'll ever see like a, like a teenage Leia on screen going and dealing with like the force ability stuff or an after return of the Jedi Leia where she's actually training with Luke. If she did experience it, if she did do force things, it's without her knowing a hundred percent. Sure. I believe it is in, is it return of the Jedi where it's like kind of the first, like she's like, I kind of always knew. Yeah. Like, her and, when was, her and Luke are talking about Vader. Yeah, that or them about being said brother or sister. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the first time she like really acknowledges like that's a good point any type of force sense in her because like Luke Mm -hmm. was like my father had it for me, I have it, and my sister, and then she's kind of like I kind of always had a feeling. So like I would assume like maybe things happen that she just. Maybe it's just like, huh? Coincidence. But I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't know if they would ever. Because That's... it, it. I mean, obviously, Luke trained always... her. They made it a point to like. Yes, but also before that, like, if the Inquisitors invader, they're hunting down Force users, and we learn this from O'Shea Jackson's character that they did their best to hide it. Like they yeah. showed no signs of of his wife being a Force user, but they still found her. Why didn't they find Leia when she was literally under their nose? It would make sense for her to have some kind of ability to hinder that, to make sure that they can't sense that. Maybe it's maybe she's just so powerful in the Force, or it's a specific power. But Rava was right there, and Vader was right there in Episode Four. So why didn't they feel that? You know, I mean, that goes into I don't want to say a nitpick. Because I'm still figuring it out. Like, why didn't Vader sense when Obi Wan was approaching the Im- Imperial? What's it called? The Imperial? Imperial or in- Fortress oh Inquisitor? Fortress. I almost said Imperious. I was yeah. like, Geo threw me off there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because sorry, yeah. So when Obi Wan's in the ship and testing the his Force powers, like, wouldn't Vader sense that being so them being so close? In you know, relatively well, Vader, high. Vader, Vader wasn't on Fortress Inquisitoris till the end. They made a point to say that he's still on his ship. Yeah, that he wasn't even there. So, yeah. but like, uh, if you use the Force within, like, it's well, not and like I think he was in that back to tank, probably still too. Probably. Well, but uh, then again, in the, episode, the first episode, he says Anakin, and then he opens his eyes or something. So, well, but I that know. I mean that that might have just been as far as like how the show was cut to make it look that way. I think it's also he's he wasn't looking for Leia as much. He's he's constantly looking for Obi Wan. Well, and if right. you go back to Episode Four to New Hope, 
the way that Vader feels Obi-Wan is when Obi-Wan lands on the Death Star. So they weren't like light years I away from each other. That I haven't felt. Yeah, so we know that they can feel each other in a sense, but we also have to keep in mind, I know this might be just like a story, you know, plot device or whatever, but Obi-Wan is not fully in the Force yet. Yeah. He's not fully back. They literally show the Obi-Wan. Yeah, like he's... He's struggling to grab something like this across the table. Like, he's not engraved back into what the Force is. So maybe that's a big reason why Obi-Wan still can't feel it. I'd say by the end of the episode, he's much further. I mean, he literally uses the Force to hold the water from breaking through the the glass. So I agree. I agree. Maybe it's him being... It's probably certain things like i feel like him she wants situational yeah like i mean like him just dropping. holding the wall yeah like versus like having it's a fight or flight move. situation i think for him yeah right right now at least mm-hmm. until he kind of really gets back into that moment where qui-gon shows up and whips his ass back into shape next episode that's, that's got next well we also said this episode would be... I know that, but I'm going to keep saying next episode until it happens. Did anyone so freak out immediately back. when we heard, get him in the back to tank? Yes. I immediately went, oh, I thought shit. it was happening. I Here we go. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. I'm going to be so I, bummed if we don't, don't get flashbacks, care. man. I'm going to be so bummed. It would be a huge... It would be nice. Because why, why would you get Hayden back if you didn't show him? Although I thought of something... And I know this isn't talking about the episode, which we need to get back to the episode, but because we know that Vader and Obi Wan have one more fight, they're getting they, one more fight is happening. What if that fight happens without Vader's mask on? Well, he like, what if he fight. takes his mask off and says, "This is what you've done to me"? Well, he and he still he still him. has the breather. No, yeah, remember it's two parts. Him. It's two yeah. parts. The front is the breather. The helmet can come off i would say it's more likely you would get like um you know when he fights ahsoka and she smacks his it face open cuts like that i want to see that see helmet come off. i want to see him fight with his full head out i do i think it'd be epic epic just imagine that he takes it off and said this is what yeah. you did to me he'd have yellow eyes i know dude and that's how we get hayden as that oh It'd be cool. I don't care either way. I yeah. Okay, I'm gonna bring up my one thing I want to talk about. We gotta talk about it. The Jedi Tomb. We yeah. gotta talk about the Jedi Tomb. This is obviously a big part of this. We crash. saw in earlier episodes the Inquisitors are taking trophies via lightsabers, youngling helmets, etc. They're taking much more than that, as they are taking bodies, full fledged bodies, and and entombing them, uh, encasing them in some kind of. Uh, Everyone's calling it the Amber because Jurassic Park. Get the reference. Makes sense. <laughs> Jurassic Park comes out this week. It's perfect timing. Um, but yeah, uh, Terra Sanube is the only one that's recognizable. Uh, Geo, he's a Clone Wars character. Um, if you continue to watch, you'll meet him eventually. Um, poor Terra Sanube. Do you, you want to know what he his importance is? It's not like life changing, but or do you, are you going to? That's up to him if he wants to know. I mean, you can go ahead and tell me. It's, I mean, you want to do it? No, it's your your character. He is uh, integral to training Ahsoka into fighting the way that we see her fight in Rebels, 
in Mandalorian, her fighting style comes out very not not like majority, but close to majority from Tara Sinube. Where she switches the blade to that and that and the way that she fights without sabers as well. Her acrobatics mm. is a yeah. big part of where it and comes what color from. is his lightsaber? White. Yeah. Oh no way. Hmm. Yeah. So um. So yeah, that's that's the character. If Geo, if you if you look him up, you'll see him again, and you you'll recognize. Um, but every other character that I and I haven't done too much diving on the internet, but it seems like he's other the than only the one that kid. is. A, but and I saw a lot of people saying that he actually looked a little alien. It's not. It's okay. Everyone keeps saying it's the kid that goes Master Skywalker. I don't think it is. It's not. It's mm -hmm. the kid from the first episode. They have like these. He has like these little things on the side of his head, and he's one of the little kids. It's that... one of Riva's friends. Exactly. It's one of Riva's friends. Yeah, and that's I think. So you are not. You said you weren't fully invested into Riva yet, correct? Would you say, Gio? Me? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm still waiting for for that reveal or or something to happen. Yeah. So. So I love her. Mm-hmm. I think she's fantastic because she is just so she's the crappiest inquisitor, but like in the best way, like she, she is definitely the most flawed. I'll say inquisitor that we've come across as where it's like, she's not so much like, she's not all out to just kill the Jedi and stuff like that. Like, that's not her thing. Like she has kind of her own motives, if you will. And you can tell she is struggling. And I think that's what I love the most because she, what it was physically, and you could hear it in her voice too. She did not want to put Leia in that goo. Like she was like, she kept trying to give her chances and blah, blah, blah. And the thing she kept saying in when she was interrogating her kind of like, um, I'm drawing a blank now, what it, it was just like, she was kept saying the things like they're going to abandon you. Like she's kind of like trying to like, she was, she said, she said, um, I'm after those people who, who uh, let him die. Yeah, Those people so who she, let him die, I'm after them. So she she is basically kind of telling her story through what her actions are doing as far as like she's saying like kind of like I'm trying to help you because this didn't they didn't help me. Even though it's a kind of seems bad, like this is going to end up helping you. And Leia even says like no one's going to get hurt. She's like, I promise no one will get hurt and stuff like that. And then she's in being interrogated in that goo container pre whatever you want to call it. And she's like, almost like not begging her to like say it, but she's like giving off this, like, I don't want to do this. And she has done that multiple times in every episode where there's been some type of hesitation to her just being a bad inquisitor. Like the fifth brother is an inquisitor. He is an asshole. He is, solely there for himself to kill the Jedis and become the next Grand Inquisitor. 
she's flawed in that aspect. And that's why I really like that because especially in that scene that we were just talking about where she's about to put Leia into the goo, where it's like, she's almost like trying to beg Leia to tell her so she doesn't have to do it. So I'm loving Reva personally. I think she's next to Obi-Wan the most, well, Princess Leia is too, but like she's my, one of my favorites so far. Because you see the flaws in her being an inquisitor, one hundred percent. And granted, I I know that I didn't study the inquisitors, but they're like some of my favorite people. So I've read all of the crap that you can about the inquisitors, and she is not a good inquisitor. Like she definitely is evil and has her moments, but like if you compare it to all the other inquisitor stuff, she is flawed. Granted, the second sister did go back to the light side at the last second, but she was did it for like five seconds. When she died, so yeah. Spoiler, whatever. Oh, thanks. Andy said it in the chat. Well, I wasn't looking at any comments. Yeah, hey. we I really was. Um, no, look, Re Re I think Reva. I, I think her story will feel better at the end when you hear when everything is revealed. Yeah, I think it'll feel better when we kind of get the moment that realizing of what she is doing because. It obviously seems that seems like or feels like she's after Obi-Wan because of what happened in episode three. But I tend to lean with what Brian said in the very first episode is that she might be after Vader instead of Obi-Wan because she saw Anakin do what he did in Order 66. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's I I'm going to have to wait on my full judgment about her. I don't I don't not like her. I think out of the three of us, I'm middle. I think Gio's uh, below me, and then Brian's obviously above me. I'm not as high on her as Brian is, um, but I'm not, you know, kind of like disappointed, which I feel like Gio might be a little disappointed. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like in this. I think ground. Gio, you just want the whole story. I'm just, uh, yeah, that's what. Uh, and to be clear, I'm, I'm, I'm withholding final judgment until I watch the entire series, and I, I think that's, that's what a lot of fans have to do and to your point brian that's the moment that really stood out to me was the the way the line was delivered i'm sorry leah i really am you did this to yourself it's like she does not want to be directly resp responsible for what's about to happen like she tried to give her multiple outs and that supports the theory that she is um, you know, what we've been saying, somebody who isn't quite all the way an inquisitor, like she's just playing the, the role in hopes of getting to Vader or Obi-Wan. Would you agree? Yeah, she's out for not, I don't want to say revenge, but like she is someone that has been scorned and she wants, she, like, you know, like when some, like, I don't know, like in a movie, like someone kills someone's family member and they're they want their pound of flesh. Like, I feel like that's kind of you did this and this is your fault. Like this, what happened to me is your fault. And she's looking for a way to finish that. They need to hurry up and fill in the episodes. holes and, and whatnot with two episodes left, because I, I think I think I'm not convinced. No, I think, only... we're gonna say, I think we're going to second season, personally. Um, but I think next week is going to be the episode where it kind of reveals everything. Uh, 
I think they're going to leave the last episode for a full battle episode between Obi-Wan and Vader. Mm. Um, there's a lot that has to be kind of wrapped back up. Like we, there, there's a lot of storylines and things going on that kind of need to be finished. If there is only six episodes, um, I tend to believe that there's going to be more. Um, but I, I do think we'll get more answers on Reva next week. I do think it'll be um, kind of a lot less action focused uh, because it's going to be much more of like a calm before the storm with Obi-Wan kind of getting in his right mind and then maybe some answers from Reva as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I just I want the full picture with her, I guess. That's all. Uh, we got a little sidetracked. We got to talk about the Jedi tombs, guys. We haven't talked about it. Like, what is going on? What are they doing? Are they dead? Are they alive? Like, I want your guys' thoughts on this. I mean, a tomb, so probably dead, but also, what's that thing that Han Solo goes into? Carbonite. In the, the what? Carbonite. Carbonite. Something like that, maybe, to where they're it, just... It was the same damn near looking machine. Right. Um... For myself and most of the general audience, it would have been a little more effective if had we seen some familiar faces. Like I get, um, God, what? most of the familiar ones all died. Yeah, but but still, like to at least you know if it's a tomb, you know, put their. You mean you body. didn't see Mace Windu in the tomb? Thank you. That gives me hope. So because um, he's he died on Coruscant. No, That's why. he. Anyone that says that that was Mace Windu in the background, you're an idiot. They would not. Put, no, like, Sam Jackson has nothing to say about that. But like, exactly. What's what's his name? The guy who got sh- shot at, at the snow bridge. He was running, and they all stopped. Kid, Keanu Mundi. Keanu Mundi. Um, yeah, but he uh, died on the bridge. Who says these people are dead? Yeah, it, that's the hard part. Is you would have to find someone that they didn't already like kill that would be recognized. Like the only one that immediately comes to my mind would be like Yaddle. Like you would know, which we don't even know what happened to her. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's someone big enough that we don't know what happened to. That like, if we saw that, we'd be like, "Holy crap! That is the girl Yoda from episode two. Man, imagine if we saw Quillen in there. That'd be crazy. Knowing he basically just got captured. Um, I tend to lean towards this that they're in suspended animation. I think they are just essentially in stasis. Um, and I know a lot of people are, are pointing towards like the cloning aspect of it all, uh, mining for midichlorians, the, the Grogu thing, right. Trying to harvest the power. Um, I, I, it seems like that could be it. It very well could just be like trophies for them, but they're placed in that specific room way out of the way, I think for a reason rather than being showcased. Um, I, they they seem to be out in the middle of kind of left field where no one can really find them for reasons. I I literally will think of one thing and lean towards that. Then I'll think of another thing and completely lean towards well, that. What are you what are you thinking right now? I, I'm I literally am right in the middle because I'm like in my mind I'm like the carbonite like it, it like froze them essentially. Like in my mind I'm thinking, okay. If you're getting dropped in a vat of goo, like that's going to go inside, like water, like it's going to go inside you and kill you. That's what kills you. It's not like the 
being in a goo for a long period of time. You're eventually going to drown in it. So that's why I'm thinking like that aspect. And there didn't seem to be like any like, like Han Solo had the like the blinking lights to show that they're still alive and stuff like, and you could still technically clone something after they're dead because their DNA still remains. So Snoke, I t- yeah, it I might tend just turn to, out to look like Zombie Strange. That's all. I just tend to think that they're more dead, and kind of hitting what Gordon just said. Um, Luminara is how, how they used Luminara. Like even though she was dead, like they still felt her force presence, and it was a trap, essentially. But then again, like you said, what does it really come to, like? Why? I mean, they could just honestly be that sick in the head where it's just like, let's just put them in as like trophies in a room. Book, maybe touching on this more or something, you know. I hope they go, like, I'm hoping people start to love the Inquisitors enough to where they start doing more because there's so little about them. There's not that much. This is the most we're, we've ever gotten at one time. Yeah. Bring back Sun so. King as fifth brother. By the way, you just walk right past them. Come on, man. Yeah. As they but I mean that that I think the the Sun King or the fifth brother thing about him walking right past him, he was so focused on other things. That would happen in real life. Like that would happen. Like you're just like they're the alarm is blaring. They don't I think, think he was more right pissed off of looking him. for Reva. Reva, probably. Reva. Yeah. Because he didn't he just say like this is Reva's doing or something like that. Yeah. And, I and took off. I need to see him in action. I mean, that would be unfortunate. We haven't seen him light his lightsaber. They need to helicopter. Like, and it has to be this next episode, I feel like. I feel like we might have gotten our hopes too high for the other Inquisitors. No, because they said, one of them said in an interview something about the helicopter. So I think it's happening. It's happening. I'm just curious who it is. I still can't believe the Grand Quizzers still off the map. Yeah. Um, the moment where the interrogation room goes dark and the lightsaber is ignited. So that I, was so sweet. I messaged you guys in a chat. I was like, this so is dope. sick. And by that point, Obi-Wan's starting to get his lightsaber groove back. He's deflecting blasters and doing all these uh, fancy moves and whatnot, and then the pose at the end. I'm like, okay, you're feeling yourself. Oh, Where's Vader? <laughs> that was dope. Dude, him coming out of the dark gave me um, Ahsoka when she appears and goes like that and that in Mandalorian. Jake, you know what I'm talking about. Sure do. Come on, um, in the forest where she just... Where she's in the fog. In the Mandalorian when she's in... Yeah, when she's in the fog and then she appears and she has the blades both like this so that way she can go and just come well, out. Well, that, that scene happened inside the city. Um, we saw her running in the background in the opening of that episode. She was sprinting back and forth and then popped up with one of her sabers. Um, yeah, no, I, I think everything with Obi-Wan this episode I thought was great. I thought, you know, he you can tell he's slowly getting back into the groove a little bit. He feels more comfortable with the saber. He's lighting it when he needs to. Uh, obviously the many callbacks to, um, past episodes, you know, the, when he's hiding and he's putting a movement on the other side of the hallway for the stormtroopers to chase down, 
Um, just the small things like that are very cool to see. Do see you uh, want see or uh, do? Excuse me, Jesus. Um, done, done. Well, do I mean done? Do same thing. Do, uh, do. But I think uh, the deflecting of the blasters was was probably one of my favorite parts. Seeing him like in action again, because um, we saw that so much in the prequels. They were deflecting blaster fire everywhere from droids. Uh, they were obviously fighting droids, but they were the blaster fire was what they were doing a lot of. And seeing him deflect it like towards a door jam or, you know, unfortunately hitting a window and then having to do the move where he's force holding the window was really, really cool. Um, so it's just cool to see him back in action doing his thing again. It's still not fully Obi-Wan. He's not there just yet, but he's getting there. And I Out of 100%, really where would you put him? I'd put him at like a 65. That's what I was thinking. Damn. Fair enough. I think he's around like a 65-ish. At the beginning of the episode, he was like at a 45. So, yeah. like I mean, like Gordon said, we talked about it up top, but he had a hard time uh, bringing like the very small water or very small piece across the table. Yeah. Um, But no, I I think we're headed that way for Obi-Wan. And I'm very excited to uh, see him fully back in action. Yeah. Agreed. Can we talk about uh, Escape? Sure. What do you got? I mean, we got snow speeders, and yeah. What do we think about all that? They're not technically snow speeders. No, well, I know. What T? What did she say? Like T forty seven or something? T oh T forty was it? Andy will say I, it in the chat. I don't know. Something I thought it was T seventy ones. I think I could be wrong. It's T something. Um, but they're they're sewage dump drivers. <laughs> They they're not even they're cargo ships essentially those little tiny T forty seven T forty seven okay um, those things are essentially little tiny cargo ships they they drop sewage and they take trash and uh, they're not used for battle they have guns and ports and stuff but and but now we know why they have things like tow cables they are they're cargo ships which is really cool um, but I, I mean I thought it was. Obviously, you mentioned it in the beginning of the episode when they're at the kind of like base and Obi-Wan's like, oh, do you have like T-47s over there? Like, what are we doing? Um, and then bringing it back is really cool, knowing that we have them. If they didn't mention that, it would have felt totally off-putting. But the fact that they mentioned it uh, and we know that they were off planet somewhere waiting because that's how they got there. Um, it made sense when you think of it all that way. Uh, so I liked it. I, I thought it was cool. I loved when they were shooting at Riva and she's doing her like swinging. Mm-hmm. I the way she moves when she fights, I love it. it's like full body. Yeah, and she she just kills the guy by just throwing the thing. Just, I was like, damn, that's cold blood. <laughs> like, I mean, just went poor Wade, poor Wade. By the way, the the show really tried to get me to feel sad about Wade. I'm like. Who's Wade? I think it was just. I agree with you. They did. They spent too much time like, on it. Wade. I'm like. I think it was just more or less, like, the way I because I agree with you. I think it was more them just trying to be like, these were regular people, and that became soldiers and. Just like well, yeah, that, the, re- the the rebellion dead. is a very small thing at this point. Like they're not even. Didn't they specifically say like we're not? Well, yeah, they're they're not called the rebellion. They're not called the rebellion. No, no, no. no. But didn't they say 
like before they were like we're not soldiers no they're like, they're that group specifically is not um yeah. but we don't really like get like the full rebellion until like the time era of rebels which is still a few years away yeah. so at this point like not only are they not soldiers but they are very small groups and so when you lose someone it matters outside of like when it happens in something like a new hope you know when any of those pilots died of course it's it's like a big bummer but it was expected because they're actual soldiers within an army these are very small groups of people trying to survive and do good things so when you lose someone like that it's much bigger than just being like okay we're moving on you know and i think that's why it was such a focus like rip wade or you know when the woman says wade or when O'Shea Jackson Jr. character says, where's Wade? Just because that's it's like a very small crew rather than an actual rebellion or an army that you have many people to kind of, uh, not sacrifice, but risk their lives for, essentially. Yeah. I just took it more or less as this was just an average person that didn't want any involvement in the, like, super dangerous, like, soldiery aspect that got thrown into it, and this is a casualty of war essentially agreed but yeah no i agree with you i was not like oh my god wade no not wait like that i was like okay r.i.p wade come on don't be yeah. mean okay whatever okay yeah um shall we end it with vader <laughs> yeah let's talk about one of the last scenes here vader and reva uh revealing that she put a tracker on the ship but not specifically just the ship she put a tracker in lola which is a big deal um, we know that Lola is going to go everywhere with Leia. Um, so they officially know where they are at. Um, he came in hot. Well, and then the camera work was great too. Cause it was moving and it's like, he can't, yeah, it he was like his with, steps. He came in with a passion. Um, and Vader's going to come a hunting. He is going to come a hunting. Uh, it is interesting. I saw someone online say, uh, I'm surprised that Vader even let Reva talk uh, and like why she even got to that point of staying alive that long. But I think it's just for story purposes. You just have to suspend your disbelief a little bit or suspend your belief a little bit and uh, just accept kind of what happened. Um, Cause Vader was literally just about to snap her neck. And then she said, Oh, I let him get away. And that he likes to hear things, a so. good excuse before he kills people. Except for Krennic, you know, don't choke on your aspirations. So, yeah, but he let him go. He I mean, after him. he basically almost killed him. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He likes a little bit of the dramatic. I mean, we've come to know that very easily. Uh, but I love that she said, I didn't catch her the first time saying, I let them go. Oh, really? Uh huh. I didn't catch it. So, I, because I watched it without subtitles the first time. Um, uh, and I didn't catch the, I let them go. And then I just, I, I just thought she gr like gargled and then, then said, I put a tracker on him. So yeah, I let them go. And then Lola is the tracker. That's clever. Cause I I'm still trying to figure out what Lola was trying to do when she, they were in the, was Lola going to try to kill her by just smacking her? I don't know what head? Lola was trying to do, but she was trying to do something. That was the one thing I was like, what? Like, what was Lola's plan right there? Like, I'm going to take her out by smacking her in the head? Like, I don't know. But then she sneaks somehow a tracker onto her at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. But Vader came in hot. He was... that. I love when he just is pissed off Vader. 
doesn't even need to really say anything. You just know you're like, oh. and he's even more mad just because it's Obi Wan. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's personal at this point. Oh, 100%. What do you think, Gio? I'm a little more tough on it than you guys are. I just. A lot of people say that Vader is very unmerciful around this time. Like he's scary and, you know, like very low tolerance for failure. I mean, I think he even says it in the previous episode, but it just. How many more chances can he give Reva? Reva, you know, she Brian, ain't got any. you you touched on it. You know, she she's not a very good inquisitor. Yet, you know, Vader's sending a message to Fifth Brother and the other one about like you can fail me and I will be lenient. So I don't I don't know. I mean, it's just. It was cool seeing him angry, but it didn't go anywhere. So, sir, yeah, damn, Jim, um, damn. The last thing, though, I mean, the I did like the moment between Leia and Obi Wan on the ship, where she yeah. reached for mm. his hand, yep, and uh, his finger, just like her whole hand. Yeah, and you can feel uh. You know, just just their bond getting more and more closer, compared to where it was on a. Uh, die you, die, die you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I thought it was a great moment. Uh, it's it plays into their relationship and why Leia was searching him out in Episode Four. Obviously, uh, it seems like maybe over the years he visited her, uh, because of this moment of what's happening between them two, um, and Ben means a lot more to her than. Um, anyone else outside of her parents. So uh, I like that we're seeing this relationship build and it makes sense as to, you know, not just why she searched out for him in a new hope, but also why they name their son, Ben. Like that's also a big deal. Uh, That's how important he is to her. And we're seeing that unfold in this series. And I'm sure we'll learn a little bit more, maybe later down the road in some capacity, whether it be a book, comic book, second season whatever um but maybe after this it what like maybe obi-wan didn't stay on tatooine the entire time maybe he went to go visit her on alderaan every so often and checked in and seeing how she was doing and maybe he realized like that's how he knew that she had abilities because she he realized that over the years because he saw he said that in empire remember maybe they used the little walk walkie talkie yeah like you know he said in empire he goes no there's another like um or no excuse me yoda said that yeah. Uh, and, and I'm sure Ben knew, but, uh, they obviously had some kind of relationship after the events of this and we're seeing why he is so important to her, which I really, really like. And, um, you know, I can't wait to see what happens next. I have a feeling next episode will be the final time we see her. I think that they're going to drop her off and that's when it's going to be Vader V Obi-Wan. I think it's yeah. going to be them, the rest of the show after that, uh, which I'm totally fine with. Like we've had enough shenanigans with her. They've gone to like four different planets She's been captured. They've ran around the, the galaxy a little bit. I think it's time to officially give her back. Um, How many times can she go from found to lost again, to found to lost again, to found? Yeah, and, and I, I feel like now at this point, you know, we met her first in episode one. Uh, she was taken at the end of episode one. We're now in episode four. 
we've had four episodes or three episodes of like fully trying to get her back. I think there's been enough adventuring get her back. And I think whenever they meet up or whoever they meet up with, that's when they're found and they're going to split their ways and everyone's going to chase Obi-Wan. Like, I think that's essentially what's going to happen. And it's going to be Obi-Wan versus Vader. And it's going to be the most glorious thing we've ever seen in our entire lives. I like how we did that same time. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that fight's going to be epic. Um, all right, gentlemen, any final thoughts before we wrap up? All you viewers who just popped in, you're an hour late, suckers. Like, what the hell? Um, any final thoughts on Obi-Wan Part 4 before we wrap up? Qui-Gon's coming episode 6. He's gonna be. He's gonna give him his pre-fight pep talk. He's gonna pull the Mickey to Rocky. Mm -hmm. you, you don't even know what that is, do you? Yeah, I do. It's his trainer. Wow. Yes. Wow. Geo. Um. No, I mean, episode <laughs> five makes sense as far as like you know him finally being able to reach out to Qui Gon, and um. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a glimpse of uh, Palps in the next episode as kind of like Vader reaching out to his master or something. Um, and I yeah. hope not. I hope not. We've seen enough of that guy. He's back. He's not. I mean, he's already there. He didn't go anywhere. He's, he didn't go anywhere. Um, just give me Qui-Gon. That's all I need. I just need Qui-Gon. There's too much. He said it in so many episodes. They just dropped his lightsaber in Galaxy's Edge. It's like, happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's the just, fact that Liam Neeson's coming back to voice him in a yeah. show, like it's just happening. So it's either episode five or six. Yeah, hundred um, percent. All right, everybody. Well, that's going to wrap up today's Fandalorian Club. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we covered part four of Obi Wan Kenobi here. We'll be back next week for part five. As we uh, have two episodes left of this season, if there is a second. Um, two episodes left for now. So you'll see us back here Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here for Fandalorian Club. Uh, just a quick plugs because it is in the end of the week, end of the week here on Apocalypse. Uh, where can everyone find us online? Geo, lady, kick us off. Where can everyone find you? On Twitter at FandomUnited21, of course, Apocaflix Movies, now on Tuesdays, Fandalorian Club on Thursdays, and my own channel, Fandom United, back up and running, so check me out there. Uh, POV for me on YouTube with Jake, like Snowdown. Just what? Nothing, never mind. <laughs> um, and yeah, we just did Marvel Rewind. I was going to say Fandalorian Rewind. So if you haven't uh, checked out our latest recap of Miss Marvel, check that out. Uh, Gordon, from what I understand, it's both of them. From what I understand, it's both mm. of them. Um, yeah, you can find me at Qui-Gon Jake. Two ends because someone else took it before I did. That name is Liam Neeson took it before I did. Mm -hmm. um, here multiple times a week. Now, Rewind, Fando. Uh, trailer reactions when we, when we get a chance to do it. And then a uh, certain point of view and the Whiskey Jedi. So, again, thank you to everyone who's been watching, joining us, talking along. Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, right here for everything Star Wars. And until next week, everybody, and Force be with you.